0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true so <laughs> well welcome to wednesday warehouse everybody uh the segment on beer net radio where your editors just chat about the week's news and this week two of our editors were in new orleans for inaja bush's samcom meeting with their distributors and uh what, let's just start with like what were your general thoughts of the meeting itself and kind of the response of wholesalers.
1: Uh, you know, these meetings are essentially rallying events, right? And from that perspective, uh, it was one of the best that I think I've been to um, from the beginning to the end, there were cues to kind of like, Hey, look at that name on your Jersey. And it's, Oh yeah. it says Anheuser fucking Bush. And we are the championship team, as an old video of Gussie reminded the audience. And so while acknowledging last year's disaster, I feel like they were able to lift the heads up of wholesalers and remind them of their iconic portfolio, the unwavering support they have from the world's largest brewer, and their ability to strike still strike deals with you know just about anyone and spend just about anything to make things happen. And even after all the hell they went through last year, they're still by far the biggest brewer in America. And I don't know whether this creative is going to work or be a hit or if AB is going to grow this year, but I know sure as hell they won't without the support of wholesalers. And I think with this meeting, they were able to kind of get everybody back on board and, Turn the page, which is what the whole entire premise of the, the meeting seemed to be.
0: It seems like that wholesalers were more upbeat, let's say than like last year's Sam or it wasn't SAMCOM. It was, they had a fall meeting that yeah. um, was rough uh, yeah. as we remember. Um, so it seems like this one was a lot more upbeat. Did you, um, did you talk to any like wholesalers or get, get any impressions of what they thought?
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked to a couple of them, um, and I thought the best way that one of them put it when I asked, you know, what's your read on this, right? Because we wrote that there was robust applause, and there was surprisingly robust applause, but, you know, to get one-on-one is different. And the first thing they answered when I asked that was, well, look, not everybody's on the same page, right? But I think a majority of us are, like, you know, ready to move forward with the plans that have been presented and that sort of thing. Um, Obviously, you know, still in a little bit of a tenuous position with the Teamsters thing, still hanging over the head. They very briefly addressed that, basically saying what they've been saying, which is that they expect to get, you know, they're confident they can get something done type thing. Um, But, you know, I mean, and there was another one who kind of said the same thing, maybe a little more measured. But, I mean, I was shocked at, the level of applause and hooting and hollering you know they really leaned into folds of honor a lot i've never seen so much time spent on folds of honor as this samcom they leaned into obviously as jordan mentioned their sports sponsorships and i think the whole point is like we're ab you know you should be proud like jordan said but also like they're trying to make their brands undeniable through alliances like Team USA, how are you going to boycott Team USA? How are you going to boycott Lionel Messi? How are you going to boycott the military? Right? right? And they played some of the Dana White stuff, like they played the quote about like if you're a patriot, you should be drinking this by the barrelful. And I think that they've decided like this is the way forward because uh, you know it's just kind of shock and awe, show of strength, ridiculous investments, that sort of thing. I was kind of surprised that. You know, they said there was a 25% uh, increase in live sports for their mega brands. Considering all of the deals they've struck, including the UFC one, that sounds kind of low. I would have thought it was more. Yeah. I don't know how they, you That know. does sound
0: low because right. just from what I've seen, like through the press releases and just as a consumer on the airwaves, I, I told somebody the other day, I think this is the most a brewer has ever spent in the last half of the year ever yeah by far i mean so- i have you know they had i would characterize it as they had a slow start after the mulvaney thing in april mm-hmm. they kind of didn't get their legs for a few months there but i think now they figured out what they need to do they obviously got the funding from the board yeah. and I, I think probably that took some time and now they're just going full bore putting that AB share behind them and spending, just, just outspending everybody and grabbing up properties, kind of what, like what August Bush, the third did when he took over from Gussie, you know, just going around the table. What do we not, uh, what do we not sponsor and why, and yeah. let's do it. And that sounds like that exercise has come full circle.
1: Yeah, They're making anything and everything happen right now. Uh, whether it be yeah. NBA, NFL, MLB. You name somebody, Mm -hmm. we'll go get them. PBR. Yeah, I mean, Messi. Professional bull riders. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, To score Messi is pretty incredible. Like, there's big sports superstars like LeBron and uh, the ones we have here stateside, but nobody like Messi. Um, And to actually secure him and put him in a Super Bowl spot to start the year is, they're going to... They're gonna get a whole lot of fans from Mick Ultra that I don't think even have tasted a sip of uh, Mick Ultra just because right. he's in that commercial, right. and that's something right. that'll benefit definitely them. Definitely
0: taking Mick Ultra mainstream.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Jordan. Um, no, Jen mentioned the fold of honors. That was also something that I've never seen before. I, I, I would say it was probably. Mm-hmm. And almost an hour dedicated to highlighting yeah. uh, that commitment and it was um touching and but it also just kind of reinforced like hey anheuser-busch is a part of american culture and uh, we're committed to making this country a better place by supporting those mm-hmm. who've lost their life you know dying for that and uh mm-hmm. it's it's a commitment that I don't think any other brewer has, and something that almost every sponsorship they're kind of trying to tie into. Like um, with Zach Bryan, he's a he's a vet, and so a part of that sponsorship is donating back to Folds of Honor and UFC. That was, you know, something that Dana White said was uh, one of the key reasons for him striking that deal beyond the global uh, partnership that they could secure with ABI. So that is something that they're gonna really, really lean into. And as Jen said, it's it's just gonna be hard to argue um, why you why you still have a gripe with Anheuser-Busch moving forward for a lot of the people that turn their backs right. on them.
0: It seems like while well, they're putting a lot behind Bud Light It seems clear to me that Mick Ultra is being positioned as a mainstream light beer brand, Mm -hmm. if not in price, then in uh, breadth of uh, attractability. If that's a term, Um, you know, I think we said it before, but kind of going from a golfing runners brand to now an you know a brand for everybody. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, they're they're doing. um, fishing and professional bull riding now. I mean, there's, there's no active, um, active lifestyle or active, uh, piece of entertainment that Mick Ultra doesn't think they can fit into now.
0: Professional bull riding. That just doesn't seem like it fits with Mick Ultra. But I think that's on purpose, right? Yeah. That's to, to widen the appeal.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I may cut this, but I, one, uh, A distributor said that there was a speaker there that um, uh, that was, uh, you know what, it was, uh, you know how texts I get from wholesalers are almost, I I think he meant to say, I I think now that I think about it, it, he heard maybe that they hired a speaking coach to teach them how to talk tough.
2: Oh, that kind of, you know what? So going back to the hour of Folds of Honor and all the clips that they played and the real, the rallying cries and stuff, Jordan and I had talked about it for a second. I was like, they definitely, totally, yeah, hired like some sort of psychologist, some sort of like life coach, business coach, because the whole tone was very galvanizing. And it's always supposed to be galvanizing, right? But this was other level. This was like, you know, harnessing the power of stories and, uh, you know, um, Americana, you know, and and throwback-ism or what have you. I mean, when Colleen Katzenberger, one of the Folds of Honor widows who got a scholarship just to bring it home, when she told her story, I mean, everybody was crying. There were 3,000 people in the audience crying, you know, and that, you know, makes for a visceral reaction response that you're going to remember, it triggers something in you. They're not, they, yeah, they pulled out the big guns. It's almost like they cheated. It, it was yeah. very, very well
1: executed. And uh, to not yeah. to take anything away from the folds of honor or AB's commitment, but it was kind of funny because right after that you know, speech where everybody's still eyes are moist, um, they opened it up to wholesaler Q&A. And <laughs> there, were, <laughs> yeah. there were no questions.
2: Yeah, no
1: questions. Tra- there were
2: only pra- there was only praise, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I told I told Jen like as soon as that happened, it was, I, it was like if anyone was feeling froggy, uh, they're uh, they're standing uh-huh. down now. So yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it was a psyops.
2: Yeah, it, yeah, it was. <laughs> Taylor Swift was behind the whole thing. <laughs>
0: Have people lost their minds? I, just, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm conspiracy minded, but not even I can wrap my head around that Taylor Swift is a psyop.
2: I don't think people actually believe that. I think I, there's I a very, have. very small percentage of the population that believes that. Yeah.
0: Well, it's whatever, but um, but yeah, well, that you know that in itself shows that they're taking it seriously. That they obviously put a lot of effort and money into the meeting it wasn't an afterthought. And, uh, I mean that honestly, the, if the goal is to get their wholesalers on their side, then that's, that's the goal, right. And that's do it by any means possible. And like you said, uh, Jordan, you can't, uh, if you don't have the wholesalers on your side, none of this matters. And that's been a struggle for them all last year. And, um, you know, and I'll touch on one other thing, um, before we go, I was going to keep this real quick, but, uh, Uh, I got a a couple of responses uh, of text and email wondering why we didn't predict uh, what AB's trend would be after April. And um, although, you know, I I touched on it a little bit, but I mean, there's no point. I think we kind of know what it's going to do. I don't don't know that's a a fair prediction. It's just going to, I mean, it's been down... 29%, it's not like it's wavering up and down and swinging. It's just going to go back to being down whatever the trend was before April 1st last year. I mean, if the numbers go like they have been. Um, So that's our predict, you know, that's my prediction anyway, for if anybody cares, but, you know, you know, it had all of this spending has not really moved. The needle, right. uh, you know, Bud Light maybe has gained a little share in the light segment, but um, so far it really hasn't. Now, you know, we haven't had the Super Bowl yet, and really the in the spring is going to be the big test when we do cycle the numbers. Um, but you know, even Mick Ultra has just been in the doldrums, just flat, and we'll see if the spending really comes home to roost. So any last party thoughts about the SAMCOM? SAMCOM 2024 New Orleans.
1: Um, But I will say touching on the predictions and one piece of SAMCOM, I am I think a little less confident in their ability to grow. And I, I say that because everything was so focused on core. I didn't hear about Bud Light Seltzer once. I didn't hear about Light like next. I didn't hear about many of the line extensions that they've had, and I'm not sure if there's going to be any spend or whether those brands are really going to be out in full force this year. And I'm thinking that maybe not a good thing. Yeah, that yeah, is there's... a good thing, but I think trends will also, you know, just really take a hit from them just pulling that out. Um, so just dragging it down the whole thing down it was refreshing to see um you know everything being very focused there wasn't one big splashy launch there wasn't any promise of hey this new brand that's doing well we're going to take national um or any tease of we got something big in store for this year it was just focused with core um and the beyond beer brands they have neutral cutwater you know just keep those things moving so i i'm a little reluctant now and thinking they'll grow because i'm kind of getting the feeling that they might cut some of those other brands
0: yeah but i, I mean as far as volume at this point i think they're kind of insignificant compared to bud light McUltra. i mean if they get you know one point growth on change of the not growth one point change of trend on bud light is just a lot of beer but i see what you're saying i mean uh those brands are going to goose eggs anyway i would think there's i, I can't believe bud light next is still a thing i mean
1: what what, what
0: who's yeah. drinking bud light next i i think it's only missouri that people like that
1: it was just uh, it was just one of those things because several years ago at Samcom, you would walk through the immersion area and it'd be like, "What the hell is this? I've never seen this brand before. Where'd this come from?" And this year, it was Bud Light, McUltra, um, Budweiser, and Bush and Natty and just your like standalone core brands. So I was just throwing out Bud Light, Seltzer, and Bud Light next. There could be others that um, are getting deprioritized and i'm not even sure that bud light seltzer and next are getting deprioritized it just appeared that way right so yeah i'm sure they are And just like at the summit
0: everybody's going back to the core you know yeah there it doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of launched line extensions this Mm -hmm. year unless there's the word t in the brand name (laughs) but not constellation (laughs) <laughs> they are not coming out with a tea that is straight from Jim Savia's mouth and Malika Montero. So we brought that. Is, was there any like? Uh, well, I guess we can't talk about if there's any new news broke at, uh, yet at that conference. I, I saw that they like closed. They're closing their tap rooms or something. Who cares?
2: But we reported on that a week ago, and then everybody yeah. else got around to it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, so. what you got?
2: I don't think they had said this before, Jordan, that Bushlight said that uh, the goal is to, for it to be the second mainstream, largest mainstream beer behind Bud Light, which means that it would have to overtake you know, the big MC brands. That was big news to me, and that was interesting. And that Bud Light Peach, or sorry, Bush Light Peach, um, smashed all of its predictions, which is interesting because a lot of people were complaining, oh, you know, we're missing Apple. So that's interesting. That'll be an interesting one to watch. Um, and to Jay's point, like... Yeah, if they are discontinuing these me too brands and not getting new innovations, I don't think necessarily that's a bad thing, especially with the, you know, cutwater and and um neutral that are I seem think seem to be well placed to to do some to gain some share in RTD spirits, right? But um in terms of predictions and why we didn't touch on Bud Light and going back to that, you know, you would, I don't think there's any safe bet there Uh, because obviously it goes one of a few ways, you know, you cycle comps and they're easy comps in, in like the best case scenario for AB, they cycle the easy comps. Maybe they even grow, they're flatter, they grow for Bud Light. The media picks up on it and it's like, yay. But you know, from history and having watched this story before, it's not going to be that easy. Like, it's, it's just not going to be that easy. I don't know, is what my gut says. But maybe it won't matter because, they're you know, McUltra is the thing now. So maybe they won't matter. I mean, Bud Light and uh, Budweiser are defense brands for them where all their other mega brands are offense, which means like we expect these to grow, right? And so it seems like they're kind of preparing for that. Uh, but also, I, would, I mean, not to harp on it, but this Teamsters thing could really throw them for a loop. You can't prepare that for that they're making contingency no. plans but you only have so much capacity for extra inventory the brewery positions that would be vacated you know they're like cross training for that Per that memo that we intercepted how does that work <laughs> like hey come come be a brewer in 60 day, I mean, 30 days like how, how does that in work
0: the 70s i think you're right that is a huge overhang um i will say that just historically the sable saber rattling isn't that abnormal. It's a little more heightened this year just because of the success they've had with UPS and Starbucks and everybody else, uh, the automakers especially. Mm -hmm. Um, It usually just the saber rattling gets to a peak and then all of a sudden there's a contract, you know, and it'll come right down to the end, I I imagine. And that's a rare glass half full from Harry that I think they'll Hammer out a contract. Um, we'll see. Uh, I I think you're um, on Bud Light. My if you want a prediction from me, April, the the really the downtrend didn't really start till May. I'll say that on May 30th, Bud Light will be down nine percent, which is similar to a trend that they were experiencing before they went into this, and so that would be a win to me for AB, not not a win, that would just be kind of holding, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're holding the tiller, but, but the sails are all torn, to use a sailing analogy. But you know, it seems like they, they accomplished what they wanted to do, which was to leave a good taste in most wholesalers' mouths. I, I think there are, uh, you know, I've heard rumblings of a few that are disgruntled and jaded because the trend hadn't improved. You know, it's, they've done a lot and, it, you know, results still do matter. I don't know what else they could do. They've thrown everything but the kitchen sink at it. So uh, this spring will be just terribly important for AB uh, and even more important for their wholesalers. I will say it's um, I think it's a big positive that the board of AB has allocated resources to the U.S. Because um while they did take a dip in stock price, it really hasn't affected their quarterly earnings that much. And the board could just say, let it go. We'll put resources where we're growing, but they didn't. And, you know, and obviously that's because the profitability of the U S market and the cash flow that it throws off is so important to them. So uh, that's all I'll have to say about that.
1: Yeah. Michelle. Uh, all right. Any party thoughts? Oh, just, I was going to say Michelle was there looking very swaggy with like a denim jacket and a bunch of rings on. Um, and his comments were off the record. had rings on, huh? Yeah, but oh, yeah. to what you said, I would just say that it was reinforced that they have unwavering support from Global ABI. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on for this uh, quick update, and
0: thank you for covering it. I will be covering the Gold Network Summit from Constellation. Jen may make an appearance as well. Jordan's going to hold down the fort. He's going to guard the parakeet. He's going to guard the printer. He's going to feed the parakeet. And he's going to he's going to feed old Buster. I haven't figured out a name for the coyote up there.
1: I like Buster. Um,
0: all right, guys. Well, take care. And if I don't talk to you, have a great weekend. You too. Peace.